Hello everyone, this is Nichelle Anderson. I'm your host for my podcast show, Surviving Your Journey to a Success. Today's is an extra bonus that I felt that I need, you know, just have a quick chit-chat about a particular topic of our emotional pain and just kind of release this one week earlier for my next scheduled podcast release since I'm on summer break and that's next Monday. But I wanted to drop this today it was on my mind just having a recent conversation with someone regarding emotional pain so I'm going to make this quick but I want to make it informative as well and I'm not sure who this is for okay but if you are listening to it and you can connect to it wonderful I do ask if you can forward this to somebody that you think might can benefit from it And today's topic is very deep, but I want to get to it and not hold up too much of your time. And the conversation that I had with someone was on the point of when you go through something and what someone else did to you, which basically which way should you go? I feel in society today is always automatically with the victim. The victim has to get up and do something it has to deal that person has to deal with their anger with whatever emotion they go they have to deal with it they didn't start the mess but they have to clean it up so in that mindset it says we're just because you know their family we got to be able to do this or this because they're they're close or they're friends for this so many years you still got to do this you 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 to the victim but when we look at other matters where things are done and we say, well, that's a crime, well, uh, you know, that's too far, so they're going to have to do time for that. That's a different story. But when we deal with other things, either within our immediate family, what have you, there's a disconnect. And so the victim has to automatically take responsibility for something that they didn't do. I'm going to go into this uh, visual metaphor for those that are listening. It's just like you're in a hospital bed hooked up to IV, right? You all bruised up. And even though the person that that you know, maybe it's another family member, I don't know, but in their heart they're thinking they're saying the right thing, (laughs) but actually they're not because they're coming to your room. You could barely talk. You got some type of tubes out your mouth of being abused, okay? Because the emotional pain, you don't, see it that's why it makes it so powerful physical plane you can see it and you go ahead and put some herbs and ornaments or whatever you know old school new school whatever to fix it because you see it but emotional pain you don't see so it's hidden and it it can accumulate right and so with that the person that has good intentions their mind so being used to what they been exposed to in society to say well you just have to forgive that's not the road to forgiveness if we look in scripture and if you're the person that might not you know don't really follow scripture you have a different belief system that's perfectly fine I'm going to get to that point but if you look to, to scripture okay even in the beginning of the Bible when we talk about and I want to go there and I'm and I do apologize for those that have different belief system or what have you but we have to go there because that's our journey right our personal experience can impact our work life. We bring it with us. A wise person told me some of the times, or not or not most of the time, when we went to enter a new relationship or a new job, we got to leave toxic t- 
toxicity that we left at the last place and create a new bring new ideas to the new job don't bring that old stuff bring what you're good at when they ask you well, can you give me an example of what how you overcome you can take that and move on not bring the same failures with you right when you go on vacation for the weekend you don't want to bring four or five luggage if you're only going to spend two nights in the hotel really a night and a half because when you get there the day is almost off because you can't check in at three o'clock you feel me so we have to go here and look at the emotional pain of what we deal with in our personal lives that makes us better on our journey of life and so when we look to scripture right if we look to the first family Cain and Abel there were some issues with that and God said person that did right the abuse he was a big one right had to go okay that was the first family first a pattern okay just take it simple like that we will look at how you can get to that point how the person is supposed to actually person that abused the other person is accountability of showing that they have humbleness in their heart to repent not just apology people say apology I'm sorry I'm sorry but they repeat it no you have to repent restitution give back what was taken and taking personal responsibility personal responsibility I got a free podcast on that that's basically where you're taking ownership accountability of the choices and decisions that you made that's the abuser the person that's a victim they have to walk the path of understanding that's painful because you have to reprogram your mind that someone did this or continue to do it so the middle person that comes in and say, you know what, just give them another chance. Okay, you're in the hospital and I see you. They want you to get up. So this is also, just dropping this here, is also for those that come to the victim and in their mind and their heart, they thinking, I think, you know, this is how it needs to be because they're talking, the abuse are talking to them. Why that person, can you help me to get this person back in my life? No, you need to flip it and say, what have you done? Have you repented? Have you given back? Some things are so bad that it's hard to do give back because of the incident. So they got to get creative. The bottom line is not the victim. Responsibility to do what the abuser needs to do. And the middle person is coming in. You got to ask yourself, what did you do when they come to you to say, help me so that person can uh, forgive me? they should forgive me if you google most of the time about forgiveness and all most of the the scriptures or the people find is that well god got to forgive you or uh, you no let's look to the root of that let's really look to the root everything has to be in balance if that's the case we shouldn't have no um jail systems okay everybody should just do what the hell they want it's a circle you do unto others what you expect to do unto you but in this particular circumstance, it seems like we get confused with forgiveness. That forgiveness is automatically given. It is earned. You have to earn it. And once you earn it, then you can set the path of having a discussion if the victim wishes to. But for those middle people that want to say, I want to help, you think about what you're saying. Think about what you're doing because you're also confusing them. And it's dangerous because most of those abusers do not change. They make a choice. And if the 
victim decides, you know what, I'm not going to go back in that neighborhood anymore. I'm not going to deal with them anymore. I'm going to live my life. That's their choice because we have free will. Meaning people have free will to believe what type of belief system they want. People have a free will to say, you know, I'm going to go ahead and go to this job. I think I'm going to apply anyway. I'm going to change it up. The abuser, you got to ask yourself, why are they coming to you and not going to a higher source to help them to stop it? Why can't they actually not just say I apologize, but do what the victim is asking them to do? Why is it hard for them? You know why? Because somewhere deep in their mind, they think they can get away with it. And it's okay. It's an arrogant type of platform. And maybe you have those that don't know. And they're going through the behavior and just need to wake up and say, wait a minute, this ain't right. You know who can stop and he can help? The middle person is coming in and saying, I'm just a friend and I just, I don't want to pry, but I want to get into this. And I think the victim, you need to go, no, you need to flip and say, I think you need to sit down and write out or really acknowledge what you've done. Put yourself in someone else's shoes. We heard that before, right? It comes to the balance of it. Who wants to live in a room with bullies? Nothing you say or do will matter to them, will bring them out so they can be the person you want them to be. It's okay if you decide, I got to cut them out my life so I can live. You have a right to life. You have a right to mental peace. You have a right. And those that are in the middle, they say, well, I, ha- I had a, you know, you know, and I know in a way some of them are really, you know, are ambassadors of peace. Everybody need to get to peace. Guess what? That's not how life is. Some people you just can't, don't want to have peace because there's something in them that they don't want to grow. But they're making that choice. So should the victim in ICU. They say, I'm going to stay in ICU and get better. When I walk out of here, I'm going to step to a new path that does not include them. They have that right to forgiveness is earned it's not given it's just like a child and a parent they keep going to the cookie jar no you can't do that or they kept doing something that's not right and they get spanked or whatever or they say no well okay well you can't do this you own restriction for this but if we look at how we're dealing with forgiveness we don't do that we just let the child go wow whatever you want to do it's okay oh you stepped on my feet no what do you want to do oh you created damage to the neighbor oh don't worry don't worry, you pay for it. We're not going to pay for that window. Yeah, come on, you do what you want to do. Oh, he went ahead and punched that child. Oh, that's okay. You could get over it. It's fine. Does that make sense? No. Our body itself shows us the pattern of right and wrong. When something is foreign, it comes in our body. Our immune system identifies it, tracks it down, get it, process it to get rid of it. Because it's what? It's toxic. You put toxicity in your body and say, you know what, I think I'm doing good. I'm going to live a long life. I would like to see that proof. We're aiming now to get rid of toxicity. And if toxicity is in our family, guess what? So what this message is today, my quick points, is that, and I'm going to do a show more in depth of this when I come back for season four. Because we need to talk about it. When I Google this, try to look at their show enough, most of the discussion is just on the victim. You need to forgive. You need to do this. You need to do that. Well, you know what? You need to talk to the abuser. And y'all just work it out. Meanwhile, the abuser is eating Cheetos, drinking some beer, snacking on some crabs, 
ain't worrying about nothing because they waiting for you to come back through that door being brainwashed by the other person that they sent to say help me out you family we should be able to do this but they won't change it's a two-party street two-party street emotional this is my one of my points i want to say emotional pain is actually like i said a two-way street someone got to hurt and the other person had actually imposed the abuse right so that's the unbalance it's something that was taken away from the victim so it's unbalanced you try walking on a slope and say, you know what, I think I'm going to build a house on here, a foundation. That's what family is. It's a foundation of where you initially was born into and molds you to who you are. That's what a family is, like a house. You build out on a slope and we're tall. Oh, it's going to stay right where it is. Nothing's, nothing's going on here. Okay, I want, I want to see that proof. If it's not, then I'm going to keep going. And the people that's listening, you listen to this and put this in your heart. And you remember, you are worthy. And if the abuser can't change, and if it's your mother, father, sister, cousin, cousin of cousin, auntie, auntie, best friends of 30 years that are supposed to be your sister, bottom line, if they can't change, you change your trajectory of your life. And if that means you have to cut them out, guess what? Welcome. Welcome to the new you. Okay? And we have to understand about having no peace. It's a road to depression. It's a road to low self-esteem. It's a load that your worth. You're saying that your worth is not ready. They're saying your worth is not ready. They're saying it. But actually, they know your worth is magnificent. That's why they're on you all the time. They see what you don't see and afraid that you, you're going to see it. The other point I want to say is the, the victim has the right to choose how to handle it. Just as the abuser chooses to deny, lie, hide, demand that victim need to talk to me regardless. They need to keep me in my keep me in their lives. I'm this and I'm that, you know, whatever title they have in your life. But the victim has a right too. It's a two way street. The real reason I want to point on that again that the abuser will not repent is because they deeply feel that they are justified. That's where you get the arrogance sometimes. It is arrogant to say, You're being selfish that you won't talk to me. You're being selfish that you won't even. And then they have the middle person, the middle ambassador in there. And they're like, well, you know, they're saying basically the same thing. They don't realize it. Be humble and, and patient with them for a moment. You give them an hour or two hours. Let them say and, and try to promote the abuser or what have you for, for one, one or two hours. Add another hour there. You shut that down and you deal with facts. One plus two is three. Two plus two is four. And what I mean by that, you break it down like I did. I went to script and just went to the beginning of the first family. There it is. One always sets the path for number two, right? And number three, number four. It's the first. So if it was an issue then, that means what we read and what we understand, we got to really look at it and put on the balance because we know when somebody did something wrong, we're upset. It's a pattern. When we know when someone's no longer here or what have you or, or different events in our life, we go through phases. Why when it's emotional pain and if it's happened in our childhood or happened when we get older or what have you, no one don't want to go through the process. If we flip that and look at when we work in a business environment, there's a process. There's a communication you're talking it through you go to the next phase you're talking it through you feel me and then it goes to where it might 
balance out and we everything normal or we balance out and we gotta decide if we're gonna stay or leave you see it's the same thing but when it comes to family it seems that everything changes the rules changes because of a title but then isn't the next family doing the same thing that okay everything is okay we just go through it but then when they go outside their home and they interact and then one of the children or one of the family members hurt someone else or done something does does the rule go back to we need to be in balance and that person need to be held accountable you doggone rightly do so if that's the case that means we're missing something in the initial household right we're missing something you know what that is it's because somebody made up something in a sense that we're not going to be held accountable. We can hurt you, but you can't hurt us. We're only going to do it amongst us in this household. Once we go out, we'll play by the rules here. We got to because there's laws and all that. You see what I'm saying? It doesn't make sense. So the ambassador that comes in your life, you got to say, but what you do not know is what I experienced. And what you have to remember is I too have a choice to decide to accept them in my life or I do not period period just like you and I have chosen to do this you got to live every day by your choices and you don't let anybody take it away no matter what they say they have to repent restitution and they have to be responsible for the choices that they make if they don't do none of that or they do it for a half while, you keep it moving. I'm going to try to end this with some additional podcasts that I already did. First one, please take that out. It was episode 8, episode 9. The first one, episode 8, was released on December the 25th, 2017. So check out episode 8 and episode 9. Then I went ahead and did something else, Road to Forgiveness part one and part two part one starts on may the 7th 2018 redemption and forgiveness that starts on april the 1st 2019 those are the dates when i publish it i'm going to have the links in the bottom of this podcast i hope you got something from this because i want you to grow i want you to live and i want you to fight and i want you to say i'm going to survive i'm going to survive and I'm not going to let anyone abuse me or anyone come in as an ambassador to say, let's make peace when the other person don't want to play ball. They only want to play by their rules. Don't let them suck that out of you or your life. Don't let them put toxicity back in your life. You got to say no because I am worthy of something better. And if they can't raise to themselves to rise to the occasion of what's required, was rooted in history of how you balance out emotional pain let them deal with that that's their insanity you heal because emotional pain it gets buried because it's so toxic and very stressful for the mind and the heart and it's get buried and then when it's time it comes right on up like a sharp pain that means it's time and you have to decide if i'm going to deal with this walk over the coals or i'm going to shut it down and don't deal with it I'm going to deal with it, but I'm going to still accept them in my life. You're accepting that toxicity. And anybody that know over time, toxicity is what? Exactly. So come up with a line for those ambassadors that say, well, you just this. Well, did you try this? And you just need to basically come up with something that you're asking the ambassador. Did they ask the abuser? If you think in that way, you'll come up with the right words. Oh, so I assume that you did talk to the abuser and ask them when they did this, that they are saying it was okay. 
went ahead and, and said this, that's okay, even though the consequences that I suffer. You're saying that you had that conversation with them. You flip it and let them think. You have to try to wake them up to smell the coffee that is sour. All right. Thank you so much. Have a good summer. Thank you.